Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome, everybody, to this week's exciting episode. Woohoo! Exciting! And this one is a really, really exciting episode. We've spent the last three weeks studying this book, The Chronicles of Mianaya, and we've finally come to the fourth episode, and I promised you that I would get the author on, and here he is. Welcome to the show, Joe LaRosa. Welcome. Hi, folks. Now... I've lost my thread a little bit because uh, I, I just realised that we started this podcast once and I'd completely forgotten to screen record Joe, so now now I'm on the back foot. Um, well, let's let's dive into the book. Um, this book is it's an amazing story, isn't it? We've been studying it for the last three weeks. Some fantastic stuff in there. It's our bread and butter. Mm-hmm. It is a borderline unbelievable, um, but. It's such an amazing story. It's very compelling. I do hope that people out there are, are, are buying this book and reading it for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe, what inspired you to actually write this book? I needed people to understand that there was more to this reality than uh, people actually you know, realise. And that's the main reason why I wrote it. And it definitely portrays that, mm. I would say. Yeah, I think it opens minds. Yeah, because when when you first started reading it in the the first part, um, I w- I was actually going along with it, thinking like, yeah, this is actually you know, it's not t- it wasn't too far fetched. It was no, it, you know, it, it escalates. No, it builds slowly, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, and obviously there's there's all kinds in there. There's different dimensions, um, psychic abilities. There's spirits and calling and artifacts and it. it it, I loved it because it reminded. We said it in the first episode. It kind of reminded me a bit of Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's it's very much like that. And there were some real tense moments in the book as well. Yeah. And it was really edge of the seat uh, kind of listening, and especially in the second episode, where I didn't really speak much because Not I was lot, just mate. listening to your every word, and I just couldn't believe and fathom some of the stuff that that joe had gone through and what had actually happened and occurred 
Yeah. So it's a real, real good, good read. Yeah. Good and story. Actually, uh, my second, my second sort of question is: in my research of your book, uh, I have come across some some reviews from people who are, are a little more skeptical than we are, who who believe this is a work of fiction rather than not fiction. Obviously, this is kind of your biography; it's your life story. So, w- what would you like to say to those people? As I said before, they weren't there and they haven't experienced what I've experienced. And uh, you want to be there to to realise the enormity of what that book contains. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I feel that uh, well, in our first take, you asked Joe about religion. I, I would like to just expand on that a little bit before, um, before we dive into that. Um, to me, the whole concept of Mianaya seems like it's older than what we we consider to be religion these days. Correct. I was talking about this on YouTube uh, yesterday with one of our followers. Um, uh, how, like, um, you know, all, all of the Old Testament is the same, no matter whether you read it in the Bible, the Torah, the Quran. You know, it's up until when the prophets start getting involved. It's all the same. And those stories, in, in turn, come from older religion that had similar stories back then as well. And it seems to me that this Mianaya is kind of the OG of mm. all that, the original of all that, the original idea. It's, it, it, it predates religion, if you know what I mean. Do you, do you, do you get that oh, kind of feeling? Definitely. Definitely, because uh, from my uh, perspective, the, the religions that we come to know now are only, I, I call it the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the front piece, the actual true essence of the religion is actually mystical in nature. Yes. Mm. And the stuff that's basically pushed out for the masses is not what you want. It's the mystical side of the religion that actually holds the knowledge that you require to try to further yourself you know, and move forward mm. in your life and also in, in understanding as well. Yeah. Yes, definitely. No, it does make sense. Yeah. Um, I have a, a question, if I may. You may. <laughs> so, with the me and I group, there was, was there nine altogether? Nine of you altogether? Well, actually, it varied, but in essence, between nine and eleven. Nine and eleven. Okay. Nine and eleven. So... And the obviously we we started off with the the green stone, yeah. And am I right in thinking you all had a task to get your own stone, and yours was was it the black effect, stone? Yeah. yeah. Um, where mine, are those? No, mine was the purple stone. The purple, the purple stone. stone. Sorry, my apologies, Joe. Um, where are the stones now? Are they still around? Are they in a, in a case somewhere? Are they? In a different dimension. In a museum, or most were destroyed. Some were lost. One, as far as I'm aware, disappeared from where it had been put. I've still got the purple stone. The blue stone is still around, um, but I know that uh, quite a few of them were destroyed. Mm. Yeah, I'm not surprised of all the different tasks and things that you had to endure and go through. A lot of them seemed very tense. Yeah. Especially when Graham was having people speak through him and 
and yeah. all of that. That seemed like real tense moments. At any point during all of that, were were you scared a little bit about what might happen as it was as it was happening? That was a good question. Initially, I would have stepped into Red Devils with Fear to Tread. <laughs> you know, that's the fucking guy I was because of the experience I had when I was younger. Uh, but I soon learned that you've got to be extremely careful and extremely wary, thinking that you know too much. Because, in fact, you know nothing. Yeah, yeah. You know? And, uh, yeah, I, I, something happened on the boat, which I, I write about, and uh, it made me understand that you've got to be extremely careful Yeah. Uh, about what you're doing. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, now, going back to... You said that like, some of the stones were destroyed. One of them disappeared from the location it had been put in. Do you feel that this me and I experience doesn't end with you? Do you think that these these artifacts and the stones and stuff have uh, dematerialized from this world to go back to the dimension that you 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 apported them from for maybe the next people to have a go at? Or do you think that this the final test in this book in your in your experience is actually the final test and nothing will happen again? No, no, no. I think uh, this thing, well, in fact, actually, from what I understand, um, the me and I story goes back way, 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 way back in time. And what happened to us and the final ending of that book, um, from my belief, it, it is carrying on. Maybe another group is, is uh, you know, being put together. I don't know. Sometime uh, in the future. Yeah, certainly from, from, from what I, I believe, uh, it's not the end. Because mm. I don't think the task that we were meant to accomplish, we actually accomplished. No, this, that's one of the uh, explanations that I used, or an, an analogy, if you like, to try and explain to Josh. was um, I, I wouldn't imagine that you're much of a computer game playing man yourself, Joe. Um, not really. But, no, <laughs> but there there are genres of computer games where you have an open world to explore, and you go around and you just pick up little missions here and there, and this this is the way I kind of felt this book was is is you've got this open world and you're just directed to these little missions and whether those missions are you know completed correctly or not you can still move on to the next mission you can choose to do another mission, but unfortunately the way i i feel like it, it, it's is presented in the book anyway is that there's maybe like a, a an end game an, an end uh, door or something like that you know a finishing line that you can only cross if you've 100% completed mm. all of these missions and obviously in this book there were quite a few mess ups you know certain things didn't get quite done right and when you got to that finishing line it was you know at the end of the book they're like well actually you know you haven't quite got everything spot on so mm. it may go on to the next lot of people or something like that that's how i felt it was well if you read the letter that we found in the bottle yes do you remember that yeah. yeah and if you read that letter it basically tells you what the end game would have been uh it's yes tough. enlightenment Reaching yeah. enlightenment is yeah. how I've. I think yeah, I think enlightenment for everybody. Yeah, mm. but when you got to the end of the book and you were presented with the option of learning the truth 
or the real truth, it feels to me like because you hadn't quite got things right beforehand, they weren't going to tell you what the real truth... I mean, they said it was incomprehensible to humans anyway. Yes. Um, it says... But that it feels to me like the truth or the real truth would have brought that enlightenment, which, because the tasks didn't go 100% correctly, rather than just giving you that enlightenment, they sort of said, well, you're going to have to come up with that in your own efforts. Mm. Does, does that sound true to you? To a degree, but unfortunately, I say unfortunately, I mean, everybody's an individual and everybody has, has reached a certain level of understanding. Obviously, my understanding would have been different to some of the other people in the group who maybe not had my experience or done the research that I had done when I was young. And uh, I mean, when I was 21, I opened my third eye through meditational techniques. And that was, for me, an absolutely incredible experience. I mean, I, I won't go into it now, um, but I would hazard a guess there isn't that many people on the planet so far who've probably had that experience. And again, from my understanding, everybody uh, reaches a certain level of understanding while they're in this physical existence, and yeah. then they move on and they come back and obviously they, they, they evolve. And so maybe the time wasn't right. We just you just don't know with, mm. with this sort of phenomena. And what, I, my own personal feeling is that you know, I mean, you asked me earlier on about uh, um, about do I believe in religion? Um, I'm not a Roman Catholic anymore. I can tell you that now because of what I've experienced. Yeah. I mean, I, I went through that phase and I left that behind, and I followed the mystical route, which opened me up to a lot of different experiences. And my own personal feeling is that there is something beyond comprehension. I call it the intelligence, which I believe was behind the me and I thing, uh, the me and I experience. Um, some people thought differently, but that's my own mm. personal belief. Yeah. And this thing about reaching enlightenment, I think everybody will reach that sooner or later. Um, and I think that is what we are uh, trying to experience at this particular moment in time. I think uh, as uh, that is a good collective aim for humanity, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The great initiation, as they call it, for everybody. Yeah. Um, where they'll come along at the moment, I don't know. There are certain... I think there are certain aspects of the population who do not want that to happen. Mm. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And, we yeah. won't, and we won't go into it. You probably understand that now anyway. Yes. Yeah. I, th I think um, it's, it's important to make a distinction between whether you want to enlighten yourself to knowledge or, or chase money and greed. Yeah. You know, and there's too, too much greed and power in the world. And people people don't don't really want to be enlightened anymore, do they? Mm -hmm. No, you are right. Some don't. Yeah. Yeah. Some don't. But... So it's, it's quite clear to me that this this thing is like you said, we can't comprehend it. This thing is so big that me and you, we because we haven't gone through what Joe's no, gone through, no. we can't comprehend no. what kind of level he's he's talking about. Exactly. So with that. Has has this whole experience of the Me and I group has it 
kind of changed you as a person like today like do you see things really differently um probably in a lot of respects um because of the experience that i had but my own personal experience also altered my thinking patterns uh, and, and again i could talk to you about that maybe at another time um but yeah it certainly has uh, and to understand that this me and i thing has been going on for centuries if not thousands of years it just makes you understand that you know it is something far beyond what i thought of it at the beginning and uh, that's why i wrote the book to make people understand the me and i story but also that there's far far more behind that story than even i really really uh, probably understand myself oh yeah definitely yeah. And uh, you mentioned you wanted to ask this question earlier, but um, I, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Have you tried to uh, pursue the me and I uh, um, experience f furthermore since, since sort of the events that ended in this book? Or um, as uh, this, uh, I can't remember who it was, was it Margaret? Or, no, it was Pan. Or was it Pan or Margaret? I can't remember. That said you wouldn't be receiving any more communications, any more guidance. That was, that was Margaret, yes. Um, yeah. Have you left it at that, or have you still tried to look into it and research it and, you know, find out more? Um, to a degree, I don't want to go into that at the moment. Uh, but I followed, I basically followed my own path. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's uh, which is, sensible. Which is, which is all that you can do. Yeah. I follow my own intuition. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you still see or know or speak to any of the, the other group of the me and I? Uh, there's there's a group called Me and I Amusings, which uh, some of the what's left of the Me and I group. I mean, I know Graeme Phillips uh, is on there, and I'm on there as well. And there's probably I think only us two on, on this Me and I Amusings. But it's just people who are know about um, Me and I, and might have been involved in some aspect, you know, uh, probably during the 70s and 80s, you mm -hmm. know. Um, before I met them. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. So, yeah. I want to know what happened to the girl. Was it Florence? There was a... The young one, Gaynor. No, the no. other, the one that, um, she got scared and, and left. Oh, oh, yes. Um, what was her name? Cheska. Is it, yeah, Francesca. Yeah, was she yeah. actually only there for that one night? Well, from what I understand, Yeah. So that was the attack of the ring race, wasn't it? Mm. And she she was brand new to the group that night. But as far as I can tell, she's never mentioned again after that after that chapter. There, there was there was oh hello yeah are you there oh, hello right. yeah 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 I'm there yeah Cheska I've only ever met her the ones on that night, but I know she was an artist. And what I discovered is that there was another group down London um, who were doing similar sort of things and they, they were being led by uh, from what I understand Andrew Collins who had left the group uh, from the Midlands mm. so okay. there seemed to be two things going on at the same time so whether she was a member of that particular group I've no idea uh, but I've never met her since then so I can't really expand on that okay yeah. that's fair and there was well, uh, one chapter, well, I, I pretty much white. Sorry. Yeah, but well, can I just say something? Yeah, yeah. On that particular chapter where Cheska was there, 
um, the phenomena was, well, apart, apart from uh, when we opened these dimensional doorways, but the phenomena that happened that night, you had to be there to believe it. Mm-hmm. When you've got yeah. tables levitating four foot, no, four feet in the air and trying to smack you out of uh, the circle, the, you know, the, the, the salt the circle, circle, yeah. The circle, circle. I, I mean, on that last time, when, you know, he rose up four times this table then and it smacked me so hard and I had to let go of Graham's hand, you know, trying try to keep him in, in the circle. Mm-hmm. And he just yanked it, he just flew backwards, you know. Po- possibly because of you, you broke the connection. That's what allowed the, the racing. I, I had to because, yeah, I had to because uh, I was trying. The third time the table left, uh, I basically broke the connection there because I knew I couldn't hold I couldn't hold on to him. So I grabbed onto the back of the deck and slammed onto the table. The fourth time, there's no way I could have held on to him. Yeah. And like I said, he just went flew backwards. Yeah. And to, you have to be there to understand that. Oh. I think you did a very good description of it in the book. Yeah, it, I, yeah. I, I personally really loved that chapter. Why I spent so long on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And that's that's the you thing I can appreciate yeah, is yeah, you have to be there to to believe it honestly. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's what I uh, appreciate about your book is um, when pirates describing and reading the chapters and things. I'm kind of taking it in and I'm trying to visualize it, but. I don't think we we can fully visualize it we because we're not there. It, we can't appreciate it. And the the one for me was um, what was it towards the end? The the uh, the was it Graham that was running and jumping trying to grab? Oh, the yeah, the core. The core. From, that was from, it. From the within core. the pillar. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, and that that whole thing just seemed so crazy to me that you, you you've created this kind of circle. And I imagine to anyone looking in, it would just look like a guy is just running through Jumping the air. Jumping on a sofa, yeah. But because, like you said, we're not there, we can't experience the energy. We don't know actually how the room feels. We don't know. You could be seeing something completely different to an outsider looking. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One of the things I actually appreciated about that particular event Mm -hmm. was actually the way, Joe, you, you said that when he opened his hand, he was holding this little... Cute little sort of perspex looking cube, and you said it looked 
ultimately very unremarkable, <laughs> which kind of, to me, br- brings more of the realism because you mm. think, oh, it'd be like a gold cross in- encrusted with crystals and-, and-, and gemstones and stuff. And no, it's just some little perspex cube. <laughs> but apparently that's really important to the cause. And it, yeah. it, but to me, I, I, that, that actually enhances the experience. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, when I first thought about it, that is, you know, so as I say, it was so pathetic, so pathetic looking. You know, there you go. <laughs> and that's the other thing I really liked in the in the book is the fact that you you own up to all the mistakes that you made along the way. You don't try to cover it up. You no. say, yeah, we, we did mess up on this bit, but it led us to this. And we managed to obtain this artifact because we went down the wrong path or things like that. And I, I like the honesty in it and the fact that you said, yeah, we, we did mess up, but, you know, we, we got there eventually. And I, I appreciate that. I think that's awesome. Um, what, one thing, because you mentioned you, you're still friends with Graham. And he's in your me and I group. Um, obviously, I think. I mean, I, I love the story, um, but I think one of the things that some people find hard to believe is the whole thing that you know you, you gather in a group, and then someone goes into a trance. You get given information, and then suddenly the whole thing leads on from there. And it it seems very easy that that has um, happened, if you know what I mean. Now, the way I've tried to explain it to Josh and to our listeners is that you were a particular group of people chosen for your abilities or your sensitivities, you know, your intuition. Do you think that is very much a case? Uh, Because I think that people find it hard to believe when something happens that easily. You know, you all meet up for the night, someone goes into a trance and then get up, right, this next series of events happens. I mean... Can you can you expand on that a little bit, or is that just a, yeah, a difficult I mean, point to expand on? I, I think I think every individual um, has a certain um, something within them that uh, was probably needed for that particular uh, for the me and I event to to take place because we had to be as one yeah. for things to, to occur. And whether that's to do with your own personal energy uh, or, you know, your, the way that you've evolved and, you know, I, I just don't know. But that's all I, that's all I can say. Mm. To be as one, you had to be. The, the energy that each of us had had to basically blend in together and it appeared that it did. That makes more sense. So it very much was that as individuals, you're contributing to this unified... Um, force if you like that's you know uh, magnifying the energies and helping you to um concentrate those energies where you need them at the time to complete your task or not complete them sometimes (laughs) (laughs) yeah but um it was the um that makes more sense now to me because you mentioned the bit where about was it graham talking about god and what what it was, and yeah. he, he said, oh, I think that was Terry. Yeah, when they were asked what they thought the Meaniya, what yeah. Meaniya was, and he said, Well, we've all got different ideas, but essentially, we all think it's God. And then he had to argue because the, the spirit didn't didn't think that they were unified. But yeah, that, yeah. So I guess that makes that more sense now that you've said that. Yeah, yeah. I've got a, I've got a little silly question for you, Joe. That I I've I've got to bring it up. So. 
on the the third and final part of our, our coverage of the of the book, I got right up to the bit where it was the legacy, the with, legacy, with the introduction of the legacy. It was where you started falling behind a little bit. Wasn't yeah, you? I was I was struggling to keep up with it a little bit because it was so fast paced at one point, and this happened and that happened, and the bit that I kind of got lost with was um, when was it the mint? You needed mint. To, to place upon on the, the box. on the box. Yeah, Gra- Graham, uh, you didn't have any mint, so Graham went upstairs, came down with some toothpaste, and scrawled a, a Celtic cross on the box. Mm. Yes, and I I want to know what what would have happened if it was like actual mint. Would you have? Do you think you would have had a different result, or were you supposed to have the toothpaste? Does that does that make sense? Yeah, was mint just a clue to use the toothpaste, or was was that a substitute for what you should have used? Shall, shall I tell you? I have no idea. <laughs> it's, something, it's something I've never even, not even crossed my mind. Um, all I can remember of that night, well, I've been lots of stuff actually, but on, on that particular that particular element. Uh, when they brought the box in and uh, he asked for mint and said they haven't got any. And Graham thought, ah, in his trance state, he went upstairs and got this tube of toothpaste and he brought it down. And yeah, the, the connection, I didn't make the connection, obviously. Uh, but it appeared to work because uh, when he drew this symbol, it was telling, it was actually telling Italian Pat's own toothpaste. It wasn't something that Graham had brought in. No, no, he just found it in the house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when he came down and scrawled this design on the on the on this big large black tin, and I thought it's bloody glowing. You know, it's ultraviolet light. I thought, what the hell is in there? You know, Mm. to to make this, to make this toothpaste glow. You know, and it was. I mean, it was ultraviolet light coming out of this thing. Right. Mm. Um, It was. I don't know. It was it was really really odd, really odd, and I, I couldn't make head or tail of it. But uh, it was just fascinating just to see what was going on. Yeah, yeah. And I've I've got to ask you. I've just reminded myself of another one. I've got to ask you. I bet you were really gutted when the sarcastic yeah. comment was made, and next yeah. week's groceries yeah. were delivered. Oh. I Not bet. Off, I tell you. <laughs> How, how did you actually feel at that moment? I bet you could have swung for him, <laughs> couldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> but to me, it just goes to show that what well, everybody wants, you know, everybody will have their own personal opinion about what happened on that, on that particular night. All I know is, pr- prior to this, when when we, when we uh, Graham, what was it, I think Teddy might have taken the box put it in the far corner of his room and Gaynor went up to and opened the box and this incredible rose pink light came out of it and I thought I knew what it was as far as my understanding was um, what it represented and where this thing had been placed and when she started taking out these artifacts amazing you know the, the well in the dark I couldn't tell you know that it was solid gold you can see you know, in, in the rose pink line, you could see that they were gold yeah, in yeah. the description. Um, but when she put them back in again, and we shot the we, we shot the, the tin, 
And that night, I thought that we were going to open it back up again, but we didn't. Graham, Graham and Gaynor took it back and put it somewhere. And they came back, on, you know, a week later, and there was, we opened it up, there was, there was you know, like... Um, Tins of peas. Ten food in there. Yeah, ten food in there. And I thought, so, hang on, has Graham, have they taken the flaming gold out of this? Mm. You know, yeah, these yeah. things happen. I thought, no, they wouldn't have done that. Absolutely no chance, not not with the me and I things going on. So my own personal belief is that that happened on, on that particular night. Something happened and it got changed. How it got changed, I don't know. But it just, it just made me realise that whatever was behind this, the power it has is phenomenal. Mm, yeah. You know? yeah. To be able to, besides the transubstantiation of, of, uh, of one thing into another, you know? Oh, definitely. Yeah. That, to be honest, that was one of the things that absolutely... It kind of infuriated me about this book. <laughs> because, to, in, in all honesty, Joe, Graham was kind of your lead medium, if you like. He was the guy uh, giving the instructions, uh, telling you where you've got to go, through the tree of life and all that sort of thing. He should have known better than to make a sarcastic comment when asked... Do you want your legacy? <laughs> you know, considering like earlier in the book when they when, when as we discussed earlier when they asked it, what do you what do you think me and I is and they're saying well we've got a difference of opinion but it's God and then they had to argue that point to actually get to the next stage. You'd have thought Graham sh should have known better than just to make a sarcastic comment going oh well next week's shopping would be nice. You know, you have to be direct with these spirits, otherwise. You're getting nowhere, and that was one of the things that actually it did kind of infuriate me. The first time I read this book, I was like, "How can you be so naive and you know so knowledgeable about all this at the same time?" I mean, my my own personal feeling that it was meant to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. do you think that that again leads us back round to this revolution that the me and I occurrences haven't finished yet? Your yours was maybe not the end game, that yet is yeah. yet to happen. Yeah, I, I think there's more going on, and possibility that there's another group being set up somewhere, you know, by whatever you want to call it, the spirits or whatever, or the intelligence. Um, my own personal feeling is that this thing that I call intelligence is what people call the creator. It yeah. is the one prime manifestation. And because to do and, and orchestrate what happened in the me and I group, you've got to have some sort, you've got to be extremely powerful to be able to do uh, and organize, you know, what we what we saw yeah, and what occurred within the group. Mm -hmm. um, like I say, it, it, it's way way beyond religion. It's way beyond mysticism, tell you the truth. Yeah. There's something so extremely powerful that I believe orchestrated all this, and he's still orchestrating this as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. It's still going on. It's, yeah. It's yet to have its final chapter, mm -hmm. really, isn't it? Yeah, and I, I will say when. Um, at the end of the last episode, I, I was a, a little bit sceptical. Obviously, like, I think some people would naturally be a little bit sceptical. But then when we actually discussed it after the podcast and, and yeah. got into a really good discussion about it, 
I actually said, you know what? There has to be some truth behind it. There has to be. So there's got to be. There's yeah. got to be because you've got the artifacts, and obviously you're speaking through your experience. But even the the stuff in the book that you've got pictures of and things that have happened, you have the evidence there. So that so for the people out there that that think it is a load of rubbish it can't be because there is some truth behind it do you know what i mean so i just want to say that my apologies for being so skeptical skeptical at one point but i think after talking to you today and actually having a good discussion with pirate after the last episode i have to say i think my mind has opened a lot more and obviously i can't comprehend what you went through and what we're you know this higher power that you're you're talking about but I do feel like there is something there yeah. that I can't, I can't work out. I can't comprehend There's something it, still there, actually. This is one question that I, I have to ask, um, because we did make a bit of a de- big deal about it in the last episode, mm. is did anybody go back to the pond <laughs> yes. and look for the chalice? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, I've been back there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, good, so good. Yes. Thank God for that, because yeah. we, we there's no more mention of it in the book. And we were like... How could you just leave it there? Get a fishing net, get anything, you know, just go back, get some waders on, you know, try it, something. But you it, did. Yeah, and... it, it, yeah it, it's unfortunately, um, it's on private land for, for the start. And it's, have attempted, I have attempted this, uh, but remember it's nearly 40 years on. Mm, yeah, so yeah. it's probably lying in the silt somewhere, you know, Unless it's been dematerialized and it's now gone back to the greater universe and will again be a part of me and I in the future. Yeah, it, it's difficult. If it is still in there, which I still think it is, um, it's difficult. It will be difficult to retrieve. Mm. Yeah, it would be because it's not metal. You can't use a metal detector to find it mm. or a magnet or anything like that. I mean, is, is this um, portrait on the front of the book... Is this an accurate representation of that chalice, or is that just an artist? No, no, no. I wanted to try find an, um, a replica of the, you know, obviously I've still got it in, in my memory, you know, gone yeah, back yeah. through the thing, and try to find a replica, but um, it's, it's quite plain and simple in a lot of respects, but I really couldn't find anything that fitted the bill. Mm. And the chap who did the front part of the book, um, Chris, he came up with this idea. He found this glass, a photograph of, the, of this glass chalice, and he showed it to him. He said, yeah, that, that fits the bill because it's it's glass, you can see through it. But what he did then, I asked him to put the coloured gems yeah, on. Yeah, the coloured gems. So he represented yeah. the tree of life. And I think it, it, he's done a fantastic job. Yeah, the yeah, castle yeah. that you see behind is Stafford Castle. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, where the where, where you where, had the first where, premonition of the, yeah, the chalice, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, I think it really did a good job, a really good job with with the front piece. Yeah, 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 it's good. Um, so, uh, well, we're nearly coming to a close now. We're at Thirty-five minutes. Um, it's just one more question that I wanted to ask: is, is, Did you self-publish this book, or were you tied to a publisher? No, no, I shall publish that. So nobody has told you to add any extra or take anything out that they didn't feel that, that no, you know, I, was approved. That's what I didn't want. 
Yeah. So you've had complete creative control of this work. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's good. That's good. Well done. Yeah. Very impressive. It is a very impressive um, book. Um, and w one of the things that we uh, do on almost all of our episodes is uh, we, we've got what we call a paranormality scale where we rate the believability of things or the, how much we like it sometimes um, or how paranormal we think it is. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're, we're going to put this to the paranormality scale, if that's okay with you, Joe. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, I'll, I'll kick it off because mm -hmm. um, I, I really like the book. I, I do think there are some parts of it that are hard to get your head around uh, that are kind of outwardly unbelievable. Unless you're in tune with this sort of thing, if you if you believe in it, you know, if you've got an open mind, it's very hard to to get your head around and to and to believe in it. So I'm going to bring it down a couple of notches for that reason. No offense, Joe, at all. Um, it's just, obviously we're trying to uh, uh, we're trying to relate this for the public as well who've, who've not read it. Um, but as a compelling story, I think it's absolutely brilliant. I'm so glad that I was introduced to this book and I had the chance to read it twice now. And I, after speaking to you as well, yourself, uh, Joe, and how you, now you've cleared up a few things for both me and Josh that we've been kind of arguing a little bit about, I, 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 I'm going to give it a 7.7. 7.7? Yeah. I, I think you'll probably be a little bit lower. The thing is, I feel like I I want to read it now to get all the, all the, the information little, that you missed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because obviously we had to condense it down yeah. into three episodes. Yeah. So there's a lot of things there that you've tried to explain to me and I still can't wrap my head around yeah, it. But yeah. whereas I feel like if I actually take the time myself to read it, I feel like I, I, I could possibly get on better with it right. do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. Um, but like I've said before I really loved the the actual book and the, the story, the story. Itself, yeah. it's got everything you want in there it's got dimensions spirits all sorts it's it's like like Joe said I, I can't wrap my head around it I can't no, you can't without, like he says without being there you're never mm. going to really believe in it 100% yeah. yourself are you? and I kind of wish I had these powers because I there's, there was parts where you were explaining it yeah and I was like, I want to join this group. I want to, <laughs> I want to be there and find this kind of thing. Like this is awesome. Um, but no, after after talking to Joe as well, that's actually changed my mind a little bit on certain things. Yeah. And I'm actually going to boost it higher. Oh really? Yeah. So I I was originally going to go, you know, around the six range because I am a little bit skeptical. Like I am with everything with yeah. ghosts and aliens. I'm unfortunately I am a bit. Skeptical. You are you are more the skeptical one. Um. But the fact that that Joe is is here and he's saying, you know, like it, it's it's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. Yeah. That's intrigued me more. Where I'm like, I want to know more. So I'm actually gonna I'm gonna give it a seven point five. I'm gonna give it the same as you. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. give it that that higher range. But I feel like I need to read it, and I I, I want to research more on the the me and I. I, I just there's something it intrigues me. It I, really I hope intrigues that, me. Yeah, the other people out there 
um, do feel the same as you, as our listeners. Mm. Um, we have plugged this already, Joe. Uh, 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 for, you can get it on Amazon, obviously. We actually have an affiliate link with Amazon. Um, so I'm sorry, Joe, but we might be stealing a little bit of your profit there if people follow that link. Um, but th this book is available on Amazon. There will be a link in the description. And actual fact, I think I'd like to do a giveaway of this book. So you're not going to get the chance to read it. Oh. Um, so if you at home would like our, our copy, my copy that I actually read to Josh, to yourselves at home, me and Josh will sign it. Um, get on our Discord and, I don't know, go in the uh, off-topic section, I guess, and say, send me that book. Um, and we will pick someone at random, and someone will win our copy of The Chronicles of Me and Naya. But they have to tell us their review on it and their paranormality scale. Yeah, there. why not? Why not? And, um, uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that's what we're going to do. I'm going to give away my copy of the book. Um, and then I might buy it again. <laughs> but anyway, um, thank you so much for coming on today, Joe, and um, and uh, telling us you, your story and obviously backing up everything that you've written down already. And thank thank you so much for your for your amazing work on the book. Mm. Thank you for opening my mind a little bit more as well. There's just one thing I like to say to you, um, which I will say to people that people think that these things happen. You know, the psychic stuff happens and it goes away, and you know, you, you know, you have all these things that are not. But all I can say to you is that nothing is separate. Nothing happens. Everything happens for a reason. Nothing is separate. You know. Everything is intertwined. Everything, isn't it? everything is intertwined, and yeah, that's from my own experiences uh, that I've had, and. Uh, so, yeah, everything happens for a reason. Nothing happens without a reason. And Random, everything is no, intertwined. No. Everything is intertwined. Yeah, yeah that, that fits closely with my personal beliefs, to be honest. So, yeah, I can, I can get 100% on board with that, Joe. Yeah. Definitely. And I'm a big believer. I can believer. go further, but I won't. <laughs> I can go further, but I won't. But I have another chat another time. Yeah. Well, but at the you... moment, I'm trying, I'm trying to... Uh, I'm rewriting the, uh, the second part of... Of the, yes. the, the, yeah, the Chronicles and it basically starts from where the book finishes okay it, it was my it's my own personal journey that I was really um, meant to do mm -hmm. um, but at the time like I say it, it's this it, it's so it's so I don't think a lot of people would have understood it um, and it's to do with my position on the, on the tree of life to do with knowledge and also intuition yeah uh, okay yeah. I actually if I said do, if I manage to do it I'll let you know yes well, yeah, please if do you, if, you, if you manage to get, get it completed and published then please let us know we'll have you back on and I'll, yeah. I'll read your next book and, and yeah we'd love to get you back to discuss some more of this stuff but it's, a, it's a completely different read Oh. I read all sorts of stuff, Joe. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. Yeah. I look forward to that. Nice well, to meet you. Lovely yeah, to have you on, Joe. Thank yeah. you for coming. Thank you. Thank Good you so you much. And yeah. We'll Bye, do. Nice try, just try, mate. Goodbye, Joe. Yeah. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. And if you at home have enjoyed the uh, series, um, again, obviously you can buy the book for yourselves. 
Um, please do enjoy it. Uh, give it a read. Let us know what you think of it. Do you agree with our paranormality score? Do you uh, do you think it's lower? Do you think it's higher? Um, you know, let us know what you think, and please do enter our little competition so you can win my own copy, and we will both sign it and send it to you. Um, so as a little piece of memorabilia, if you've enjoyed this episode, and uh, yeah, until next time, I've been Pirate. I'm Josh. And this has been Paranormality UK. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited-edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.